Hello and welcome to another episode of the Think Between Worlds podcast. My name is David. I'm Derek. I am Nick. I'm here again. Yay! I'm Madison. Yay! Yay! The, the whole, whole gang is here. The full crew. The full crew. The full kitten caboodle. The whole gang. The full Monty. Not no no we're not getting naked Nick. Aww. That's next episode. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. that's the next episode when and, we're mud wrestling. And now you ruin the surprise. <laughs> well, I thought we were gonna reenact like the Chewie and Han shower scene together. Right. <laughs> uh, on that note, we are. Oh, uh, spoilers. This episode is Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, the thing of which we speak today. Yes. Solo. Yeah. yeah. Those uh, box office receipts be so low. Okay, hold uh, on. Apparently, oh dear. it didn't make as much money as they would have liked, oh. but how could it right after Infinity War and oh, Deadpool? Oh, but don't you know, didn't you hear the, the all the clickbait thumbnails on YouTube saying Kathleen Kennedy is to blame... And the, the the fans have spoken, and we didn't turn out, so now we've destroyed our beloved franchise, because that's what true fans are supposed to do. Can you hear my eyes rolling into the I, back I of my head? I can hear them scraping Madison's brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have seen so many clickbait fucking thumbnails on YouTube, like, fans don't show solo bobs. Yes, thumbs up. Like, um, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're just a shit person for wanting the thing you supposedly love to yeah. crash and burn. Yeah. What a terrible, terrible, horrible thing. Sorry, rant over. <laughs> uh, no, I think there's a little more in there. I hate to say it, though. I hate to say it. See? We'll go straight to opinions, I guess. <laughs> we'll go straight to opinions. I didn't only like this movie. I didn't even think it was mad. Well, most people settle on mad. There's a lot that's good about it. It has its flaws. I flat out loved this thing. I, yeah. le- I left the theater with the fucking grin ear to ear on my face, and I couldn't stop until I got home. I liked it a lot. I think the only thing I heard Madison complain about, if we're, if I, if we're jumping into the story real, real quick, is how he got his last name. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. There are so many ways you can do the same scene and just change one little thing. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, here's how easy it could have been to not make it cheesy. Do you have a name, son? Do you have a name? And by the way, this is a scene. It's towards the beginning of the film. He basically, he's trying to escape Corellia. They kept saying Corellia and Corellian. I'm like, Corellian. Okay. But he tries to escape by listening in the Imperial Army. Basically goes up to a enlistment officer. And it comes down to, what's your name, son? My name's Han. Do you have a people? Do you have a last name, a surname? I I don't no, I don't I don't have anybody. And then the guy just goes, hmm. Han Solo. And I'm sitting there like, here's how you can change that scene. It's really easy. All you have to do, four keyboard clicks. Welcome to the Imperial Army, son. The audience knows exactly what just happened there. <laughs> and then you can show the title card, Solo. And then you go to your three years in the future and he's fighting on whatever planet they're on, Ardenia or whatever. I, I, but I think what was your, your issue with it was my issue. It's it's kind of the same thing that they did, and it's gonna it's gonna be a real weird connection. But they did the same thing in the live action Cinderella movie from like 2016, 2017. Yeah, where she comes out of this abusive home, this neglectful home where she was, you know, basically treated as subhuman garbage by her abusers who called her Cinderella and she comes out of it and tells the prince my name is Cinderella and I I thought it was 
I, I get where they were coming from in Cinderella, where, like, oh, she's, like, reclaiming it. She's and Ella, and they're making fun of her because she was covered in cinders. Yeah, but, you know, she's, yeah. she's reclaiming her or whatever. I don't like the fact that the Imperials... The, the bad guys. The bad guys. Gave the heroes. baddies gave the, the iconic hero of the story... His name, yeah. and like I, I don't know. Well, you could and read like, that and as he, goes... he was a kind person, and then the dark side gave him his name, so he's a little in between. He's a little in between. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's a that's a fair point. <laughs> All right, he's yeah. Hero, he's he's kind of in the middle. He's in the middle during. Okay, yeah, no, I if get you, want, you now. You yeah. Like he's in the middle for the majority like of the. In general, though, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't don't like that scene, and I totally agree. Like I, said, I was enjoying. It could have been four keyboard clicks or whatever they type on. Just click, 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 click. So S O L O, and you go, oh, that's how he got his name. Okay, there's no, you don't need a cheesy like, hmm, solo, and you're like, oh, come on, you could have not said solo, and it would have been effective. Yeah. And it yeah. Well, like he well, could have, he could have yeah. made it up on his own. You know, I right after after the everything happens at the very end, somebody else asks him for his name. You know, uh, yeah, cut to uh, the back and you don't hear it. Oh, yeah, or, we know what or he said. Amelia Clark's character asks him, you know, what are you gonna do now? What are you gonna go by when you go working with, you know, all these gangsters and whatever? And he goes, well, I'm all, but I'm, I, I work alone. I'm, I work solo, Han Solo. You yeah. know, just something that something like that. Is it? I'm going to take the name that the bad guys gave me and I'm going to use right. it yeah. and, like, become iconic. Um, a lot now, of people bitch about that, that the movie's, oh, it's heavy-handed in the service, oh, we have to explain everything about him, but I only thought it was just that one that was a little over the top. Yeah, it was Everything else was really subtle. Not subtle, but yeah. it was well-handled for the most part. That's the only one that really fell flat. Everything else was like, oh, that's how we got that, or that's how that works. Am I wrong for thinking that his last name was just Solo? Mm-mm. Like, I Mr. Never and Mrs. Solo it. had a son named Han, and... <laughs> I mean, hey! It's like, uh, whatever, Dad, I'm gonna go... Uh, I'm not gonna say it for myself. <laughs> That's, I mean, in, in in actuality, that's kind of who Han Solo is. He's a fucking bratty little spoiled kid who came from a family of, like, mine owners or something like that. And, like, oh, is that like he... The, the he yeah, the EU is, like, he's from a wealthier family. Him and Dash Render both come from, like, wealthier Corellian yeah. families. Because uh, Corellia is, like, the Porsche makers of the galaxy. They're the shipyards. They, yeah. But in this movie, it's more like, oh, well, they build the Imperial Star Destroyer, so there's a lot of moolah to be had there. Yeah. Right. But if you're not into that, you're just a street rat because there's, like, a big criminal Underground, empire. yeah. It's just nestled into all the alleyways. Yeah. So that's yeah. where Han comes from. Although he said his dad built the Millennium Falcon model ships. Yeah. The YT models. And that's why he settles right into it so he's not a Gary Stew. It's like, yeah. oh, I've seen these things my entire life. Yeah, I've been exactly. around it my Did entire Did you just say existence. Gary Stew? Is yeah. that the name for it? A male well, equivalent of a Mary Sue? Yeah, it's uh, a Gary Stew. Yeah, because you know fans are really into that these days. So he, he, you, you solved it all with one line. It's like, oh, this is a YT-1300. Oh, yeah, I've seen these my entire life. My dad used to build them. I can fly this thing right now. And you're like, oh, okay, that's why he's really good and he's just really adept at piloting the Falcon. Yeah, but remember, it's a piece of junk. Right, yeah. Uh, no, it's not until they're done with the Kessel <coughs> Run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. It's pretty much, you, you kind of watch it fall apart, which I was loving. Like, oh, of course it was going to fall apart. Oh, you know everything. you know what, what really confused me for a minute? What? We were watching the movie and it had that pointy front end mm-hmm. and then they had the whole scene with the black hole. And then they show up um, at the, the the refueling the the fuel processing plant, and it was the inward shape. 
And I didn't understand, like, how that happened again? Yeah. I totally spaced that they launched the escape pod. Yeah, yeah. he even said earlier, like, I've even installed an escape pod inside the the, you know, the wedge, inside the, what is what's yeah. called? Like, the thing. The aft wedge or whatever. Oh, so that's an escape pod. And then to distract that giant Cthulhu monster, they launched that and it kind of goes after it into the maw, right yeah. into that black hole. Which was like a red dwarf black hole. Like <laughs> a red dwarf had just perished, and that's what that fucking thing well, it was. Kind of yeah. on the subject of Lando and like the supporting cast. I really liked them. Er- <laughs> everyone loved I liked it. I liked the yeah. supporting cast a lot. I liked yeah. the. I not only did I like Amelia Clark as Kira, but like Woody Harrelson and. Just being Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah, they brought Woody Harrelson. He's basically like a more sober version of his drunk, weird character from The Hunger Games. Yeah, but that's a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, should maybe, I guess, should I, I'm just, I'm going to spew the Easter eggs at whatever part of the movie we're on. Okay. Yeah, so we were, we well, were at the beginning um, when he enlisted in the Imperial Academy. Well, right. yeah, well I want to jump backwards for a second. Am I the only one who thought it was weird that we had Infinity War and then Solo that had characters called Proxima? No, in no, both no movies. everyone caught that. Everyone was like, ooh. Like, one of, the, one of Thanos' children is Proxima, Proxima Midnight, Midnight, and then we had Lady Proxima, the worm in, thing that came out of the water. In yeah. two movies, yeah. we had iconic red-faced people showing up in cloaks and in hoods to unveil themselves. <laughs> That's true. Vicky! That's true. Both, there's, there's similarities here. Yeah. But uh, back at the enlistment uh, registration day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, in the background is Imperial <laughs> Propaganda, and uh, right. it is playing the Imperial March I heard that. in a major key. Because oh. Minor tends to be more sinister from what I hear. Minor's very kind of... Here's a good example. In episode one, they're playing the Emperor's theme during the mm-hmm. Naboo celebration, but it's in a major key, I think. Yeah. And then if you turn that into Minor, it's more sinister, and then you're actually getting the Emperor's theme yeah. from Return of the Jedi in the throne room. Oh. So you're hearing in the universe, the Imperial propaganda is playing the Imperial March, but in a major key. Sounds so it sounds a little more upbeat and grandiose, happy. yeah. Something yeah. out of the 30s or 40s. You know, oh, join the march today. And you're just like, oh, that was the Imperial March. Would you join the Imperials? Yeah, probably. Why not? Whatever planet they were on before sucks. Oh, jeez. Go invade a better planet. Yeah. I don't I don't even remember what... I don't think it said. It just said three years later. And then he's like on the battlefield. Yeah. 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 Apparently he's a dropout. And what they do with dropouts is they send them the death zones. Yeah. To the front lines. Yeah, that's what I, I was yeah. And yeah. that's where he meets Woody Harrelson, his... John, John Favreau. Yeah. For people to know he was there, he's Rio Durant. Rio Duran. Rio Duran. Forearms. Yeah, forearms. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, John yeah, yeah. Because he's got a he's he's had a big part to play in Star Wars for a while now. Yeah. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that character. I he was in the Clone yeah. Wars as the leader of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So it's fun to put he's him here. He's and he's going to forward and head off the yeah. live action Star Wars. Television. A lot of people don't like yeah. him. Yeah. I thought he was like too goofy. I thought he was just whatever. I thought he was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was cool. yeah. And I think he looked kind of like a Minoc. Yeah. If you look at the way the face and the eyes were, so maybe he mm. comes from the planet. But he doesn't ever stay as welcome for a lot of reasons. Anyone that got in that pilot seat. Uh, I, I enjoyed him. I think the only issue I had with that character um, in general was like Han takes over piloting after he's been shot uh, during their big mission. Yeah. And, you know, he's like crashing into shit. And the guy's like, You're a good pilot. Yeah. It's like, He's <laughs> crashing into shit. He's not a good pilot yet. Like, you've, got, you've got no experience. <laughs> You know? I, know, I know. I think he was saying like they were talking about everyone needs someone, mm-hmm. and you, he doesn't. He said, you know, I don't have anyone. I, people have tried to tie me down. Everyone's failed. Nobody's dying, and he's like, ah, they were right. I'm regretting it. Maybe I, we all we don't want to die alone, kid. And then he died. <laughs> so it's kind of profoundly sad if you notice that that's yeah. what he said. You're like, yeah. Oh. It's better not to be alone. Like, 
Yeah, like or something like that. For the family. Shortly before that, though, another Easter egg they mentioned Bosk, bounty hunter Bosk, lizard guy. Oh yeah. Oh. He's a Trandoshan bounty hunter. You you see him in the original trilogy. Yes. Like oh, we shouldn't even be taking these kids. Along with IG88. We should have gotten Bosk or someone, and you're like, oh, Bosk, bounty hunter name drop. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I have enough of a knowledge of Star Wars, not as much as you. So every once in a while, I'm just gonna go, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, um, in the same scene when he takes up the Imperial you. gear, he explains why stormtroopers have shit aim. You can't breathe in those things. You can't turn your head. You can't do this. You can't do <laughs> that's that. That's right. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, ah, that's a good one. That's why they have garbage it, aim. It took an alien to kind of go like, yeah, those students, you guys are so fucked in the Imperial Army. I'm really sorry. Like, yeah. That was a great little. Thing no one seemed to catch. Um, but real quick, I know I jumped ahead of that part, but we gotta go back if we're gonna go and order the movie. Yeah. Um, what? Meeting Chewie. Yeah, because that's before they did the train heist. That was yeah, fucking awesome. That's right. Yeah, I literally like, thought there was a creature, but ooh, here comes your obligatory Star Wars beast. Some yeah. Yeah. alien. Before right. I realized, oh. The tentacle monster <laughs> from Rogue One or yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Rancor from that's Jedi. I thought it was gonna be like way later in the movie, though. I thought they yeah. were gonna be CG like caching like or something. Thing or something. <laughs> yeah. I figured yeah. that they... Which is fine. Like, they did, like... They were, they were pretty good with each other. Yeah, I think they did a fine job introducing yeah. him and, like... Yeah. Oh, we're not friends. I... Yeah. I... That was, dynamic is always very hit or miss with me. The whole, like, we were enemies before we were best friends kind of thing. Right. Yeah, and I love the you whole know. Uh, speaking Shrew look. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, maybe by accident because he's being strangled. So he's going like, oh! Yeah, like, I speak a little. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, Chewbacca's like, what? And that's when the audience <coughs> realized what just happened. Mm-hmm. And then they keep on gets fucking subtitles for about four lines of dialogue, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Yeah. And then you realize the Wookiees speak like, speak like eight men. Yeah. Like, we pretend to have big fights, so big men up, fall down. Like, I, I think it, I, I don't think that's how they speak. I think no, he didn't speak how, very well, oh, so well, that's so how he spoke. Dumb, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the two. Yeah. yeah. And there was a, was it Cameo? Ron Howard confirmed Tag and Bink were going to be in the film. And they're these two Imperial officers that oh, are responsible. I yeah, I'm that. pretty sure they're the two on top of the cage just being kind of oh, dumb and stupid. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's this fun old EU yeah, story that they're, they're <coughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern from Hamlet. Like, they're responsible yeah. for the biggest <laughs> things in the Star Wars universe, but it's but their fuck But they never knew allow. it, yeah. Like, they're the two stormtroopers that Obi-Wan sneaks past to go deactivate the shields. Uh, yeah, they helped Manny Bothans, a man named Manny Bothans, to steal the Death Star plans, the second Death Star plans, but he dies horribly. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, we've lost Manny Bothans! Manny Bothans died! Yeah. And like, they're talking to Mon Mothma, yeah. and like, long shall we remember Manny Bothans, the great rebellion hero. Yeah. So when she's like, you see like the PTSD, like, Manny Bothans died to bring you this information. <laughs> No, it's, it's fun shit. But it's that sounds kidding. like a robot chicken sketch. It is. It's basically robot chicken <laughs> in, in four <laughs> issues of comics. You can totally see that being a sketch. Yeah. yeah. These guys should really have an animated show. It's hilarious. Yeah. But the, apparently they're in there somewhere because Ron Howard confirmed it via Twitter. Nice. Because he's a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have to assume it's the two that are above the cage. Like, hey, I'm going to bet yeah. on whatever. Oh, no. And they fall and you never If you can find him. Rimper's brother, he might as well put in these random characters. Oh, yeah. Characters. <laughs> That's coming later. Anyone else weirded out that Chewbacca was eating people? No. 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 Uh, hey, he ate porgs, man, so... Well, I mean, but porgs are like chicken, you know, it's yeah. people. I don't it's know, maybe different. He, he was starving down there. I was going to say, you do crazy things when you're hungry. Right. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> it's just, he, he seemed awfully quick to just eat people. Eh, maybe yeah. they were sick or child molesters, but it's good. They're, it's good they're dead. Yes. Yeah. It looked like it was another story. <clears throat> Sorry if you uh, hear me coughing every once in a while, guys. I've got a little bit of a cold. I'm getting over. Yeah. 
But him, but yeah. him meeting Chewie and them escaping, it's a, it's a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Actually, from yeah. then on, that entire 45 minutes chunk or half hour chunk's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then they meet Dryden Voss, Paul Bettany. Then, yeah, who has a really cool character, not just because it's it's fucking evil vision, yeah. but also right. because whenever he got really angry, like the scars or whatever on his face, glowing red. Yeah. I, a lot of people think he's like a, <coughs> a Sith disciple because nah. of that, but I figure it's, it's cyber cybernetic implants. Yeah. Because even at the end when he meets his fate, his eyes glow red for a second. Mm. Like, Does that mean there's dark side energy in him? Because no. he's under the tutelage of somebody? Because he, um, because <laughs> he, the, the little, little hand dagger things he was yeah. using well, there's were, fiber blades there's like a little brass knuckle yeah. like a cyber blade. Yeah, which were super <laughs> neat. I liked his weapons, but like those were, vibro daggers. Hey, when you meet him, like, yeah. Yeah. he's upstairs yeah. finishing his meeting with the governor of the clean him up, and you're like, harsh, mm. hard cut to mm. We're gonna stab somebody. Thanks for the drink. I, I, I get, I get, I lose control sometimes. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, you're gonna, this guy's gonna be so evil. You're gonna. Oh lose Lord. Yeah. What are you talking about? I trust you. <laughs> yeah, every yeah. time he's like, yeah. oh, come in, sit down. Pray I don't kill you in the yeah. next minute. Come on, talk, please. Hurry. Like, oh like, my a, God. Like, like a Dread Pirate Roberts. Hello, Wesley. Good to see you. Yeah. I might I'm most likely kill you in the morning. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I liked him a lot. I no, liked... The whole cast is just a fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. There isn't really a weak link. Most people keep pointing to Amelia Clark, but I don't understand what no. the internet has against yeah, Amelia she was Clark. Fine. No, I think everyone doesn't, doesn't like her because she's not Leia. Right. I mean, if I guess, anything, yeah. like she... the internet adores Carrie Fisher and adores Leia right. because of she's just this force in Hollywood. She was a, yeah. You know, um, pun intended, yeah. I don't know. She's always just okay in whatever she's in. Yeah, she's, she's yeah but I she did a lot of... I like her in Game of Thrones, but she's not my favorite in right. Game of Thrones. I get so. you. I, mean, I see her in this, and I'm like, I believe a majority of this. Yeah, and I, I felt for her. I really liked because she was the yeah. whole the, the dame that got in too far. She was very much the femme fatale. Yeah, yeah but like not only did she get in too far, but she just like... She stuck with it, and that was an interesting yeah. uh, turn of character that I, did, I didn't see coming. Yeah, it happens near the end, but I hear a lot of people say there's betrayal. Really? She betrayed him. Like, it's not so much betrayal. I'm not going to lie. What yeah. I thought she was, and then she gave him the dice. Yeah. On the mm-hmm. on the on the the, the spice planet. I, right. uh, what was it? The, Kessel. Kessel. Spice on Kessel, she Kessel. she gives him the the dice, and I'm like, oh, you know what? She's going to turn around, and she's going to be. She's going to be the person who sticks with them, and she's going to die some way yeah. because she's not Leia. She's not there in the future. Yeah, I can and see that being a thing, but I don't know. That was just like too obvious. That she was going to I, I thought that that she was just she was going to something was going to happen, and she was going to get blown up or sacrifice herself to save Han. Yeah, and well, don't I, know that I, my past. Wink. I did stuff. Wink. Yeah, I'm very bad, maybe, but you can trust me. Wink. Right. But the fact that she kept the dice that long, yeah. you know, that got to me. And then she gave it back yeah. to him at the, in, during that part. I was like, you know what? Maybe she's going to stick around. I didn't see the, the whole betrayal coming. Yeah. Um, but then when she stayed behind. It's more her saving him is what I felt. Yeah. Keeping him out of something that he's it's out of his league. So, True. Yeah. So I didn't but see it as a betrayal. Kinda, she could have run away with him. She could have. She could have. It kind of breaks his heart and that's why he ends up doing his iconic. Like she could have blown up the ship and, you know, self-destruct the ship, you know, and, and gone off with him and everything would have been fine. The, the, you know, the Crimson Sun would have been like, what happened to people? Crimson oh, they got blown Dawn. up. Crimson Dawn. Yes. Sorry. Black Sun of Crimson. Sorry, I'm getting confused because Firefly, the bad right. guy, is Blue Sun. And there's too many underground On giant <laughs> yeah. casino ship, the Crimson Chin or whatever. Yeah, it didn't have Crimson Chin! Crimson Chin! But speaking of Kira, he, we get to that point after the 
the train heist. Yes. It mm-hmm. goes completely south, goes completely wrong. Just keep yeah. track because some people miss things. Uh, so I've, yeah. heard, I've heard this complaint. She finds him because the movie begins with the whole lovers. He he gets taken away from her. Right. Split. He's going to come back for her. She, they run into each other. Yeah. And I've heard everyone complain. Like, at that point, the movie could just end. What's the point of going on? It goes on because the train heist went south. Now they're in trouble having to go back to Voss. Yeah, and, explain... and speaking of the train heist going south, I love that that's also a callback to something we know happens in the future. He dumped the cargo, and it, he had to make up for it. What happened with his job with Java? Oh, he dumps uh, at the first side of Imperial Entanglement. He, he dumps out. the cargo okay. and takes off. That's, so and that's how that. he gets in trouble with Java. I caught that. That's during a, that's a during one. seeing the movie, that's a pretty good one. So it, it shows he's, he's got a pattern that he repeats. If things get in too deep, he doesn't stick it out. He dumps what he's doing to save himself. Yeah, which you know is an issue. He's a little bit of a coward that way. Yeah. Well, you know, live fast and all that. Yeah. So we get to Dryden Voss's ship. They meet him and they go, "Hey, the job is out there. Here's this new kid, Han, and here's Chewie." You know, and it just becomes, yeah. "Oh, this guy's really scary." We're going to die right now because he's really pissed off about it. And Han basically goes, ah, we have a bigger job. We can do this thing that we possibly can't do. And then that's what actually starts the real plot. Yeah. yeah. People seem to miss it. Like, the credits should have been, like, rolling. You should have been like, okay, Kira, let's go. Like, yeah. no, because the train job goes south and they're coming to a very dangerous man to tell him, and, hey, you're probably going to have to kill us now because we lost what? your shit. Not just um, that, but also there's the whole thing where Kira is in the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And even if so they, even if they did have the cargo... The, the plot would be him getting her out of... Away from Voss. Yeah. Away from Voss. Dryden, Dryden, Dryden Voss. Whatever. Dryden Voss. I can see where people are coming from. It's not so much like it should have ended. It's just like that was his character motivation to go to her. Right. Yeah, now that she was... Just, she disappears. Yeah, that was like, oh, act one. Okay. I mean... Yeah. yeah. There is a point where it moves a little fast because this is really dramatic. Cause I, I just... I didn't think he got off her Corelli. I didn't think he got out. And she's like, I didn't leave. Anyways, and you're just like, yeah. let that scene in for about five seconds. So they quickly yeah. cut a line. She's like, hey, how's it going? Right, they cut like they must have cut two lines out of that sequence that it felt really. Abrupt. Yeah, I didn't leave. I it it came with me. Yeah, it pulled yeah. me in yeah. too deep. And so, uh, anyways, Dryden Voss's office is a smorgasbord of Easter eggs. Okay. Uh, there's a big ass fucking crystal skull, which I thought was like an MD joke and a Harrison Ford uh, joke, but it could be, and it's just a Lucasfilm joke overall. But it's actually yeah. a very specific. Uh, it's a play on these old uh, fan novels, children's novels, like The Adventures of Han Solo. And there's like the crystal skull of Akatar, like Han in the secret temple of whatever, and the, on the cover is a big old fucking crystal skull. <laughs> so that's there. But just beneath the crystal skull is the golden idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> which I, internet told me, <coughs> thank you, internet, but then you go and see it a second time and you're looking for it and you're like, wow, it's right there. That's yeah, pretty cool. Go, How could you see all this shit? <laughs> I didn't. No, I got that one from the internet. Oh. But I saw the crystal skull on my own. I'm right. like, hey, it's a crystal skull joke. But uh, then I remembered I was on a blog saying, we're going to review the ridiculous history of Lando and Han in novella form. And I happen to remember, oh, Han geez. and the Crystal Skull, go, or Han and Luke go to the temple of some old fan fiction. Oh, whatever. I mean, but like, there's how also, you see? Because there's like that main complaint that everyone's all like, oh, you can't see anything. Oh, yeah. In it's film. filmed in HDR, Which so it's darker. I didn't have a huge problem with that. There's like a couple scenes where it's like too foggy and too weird, but it wasn't like well, the, the entire time they were on Corellia, it was yeah, dark. Once they left that, it was fine. I could see everything yeah. pretty... Well, the mud planet they were I just call it Planet Mud. Yeah, a little bit. To be fair, there's whatever, not a lot yeah. there that you're supposed to see. Right, it's just ash yeah. and mud because of the battlefield. Aesthetically, I liked it, but I can see people might. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a complaint I've heard from a lot of people. Yeah. It's valid. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anything else? There is a set of Mandalorian armor. Oh. Which is pretty obvious. It's pretty big. It's Hell right yeah. There. Oh, the bulk. 
thing. Yeah. So Boba I, Fett. I figure, but that's also might be a foreshadowing of uh, the Boba Fett movie that they apparently one, started, started filming. But Probably. for the, for who shows up at the end? Maybe but also, it's a gift, yeah, it's a gift that. God damn it, Darth Maul's in the movie. It's okay. Uh, I, it's okay. If it's they're listening to the podcast, I've put a pre-roll saying Who? that... Welcome to our spoiler cast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is the reaction of like 90% of the world that didn't watch Clone Wars or Rebels. To anyone who watches television, like, oh, neat, they're yeah. acknowledging... Oh, dude, I, I, I work at the movie theater, and yes. I have like eight different people who we were talking about solo, and they're like... He didn't die at the end of the Phantom Menace, and I'm like, there's no. There's a long yeah. story here. He's yeah. like conquered Mandalore, held yeah. it down for years. There, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like yeah. two TV shows Oops. and a bunch yeah. of comics, They're like, buddy. Woo! Wait, wait, what? Wait, who? <laughs> what? How? Yeah, really. <coughs> and, uh, he's voiced and, by and, um, at one point, uh, at one point, this one of the guys I was talking to at work, he's like, I heard that he was he came back, but didn't he have like spider legs? Yes, <laughs> for like a minute. And and it was I'm, incredible. He didn't have him in the in the movie. I'm like, no, no, he, he's moved on. Yeah, he goes. <laughs> That was a temporary him. thing. His brother comes and finds him. He goes back to mom, who's a witch, and yeah. mom's like, "I'll give you new cooler legs." And they're chicken legs for all of about five episodes. Right. Kenobi <laughs> cuts them off, and then the Mandalorians find him and his brother passed out in a spaceship, and they're like, "Yeah, we like them. They're cool." Yeah. And then they give him like nice regular human legs, legs. Yeah. Yeah. as well as his Sith robes. And he actually looks presentable instead of right. yeah. shirtless. And... Yeah, it was, it was yeah. kind of funny. Like, yeah, because like, I have to remind myself, like, yeah, not everyone's gonna watch this cartoon based right. on one of the movies that no one likes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, here's the thing that bothered me was Madison and I saw it together. <laughs> Derek was gonna see it the next day. I'm not sure when Nick saw it. I, I was gonna see it that day, but my friend canceled out on me, so I just did whatever. Then I saw it Tuesday with my other friend. <laughs> okay. Oh, recently. But yeah, like, like two days ago. Right? Madison and I saw it Thursday night. You know, the night it was it came out. And, and we happened. saw Maul, and I know that Derek fucking loves Darth Maul yeah, in the Clone Both Wars and the Rebels and everything. And we're like, we're Derek's like, oh gonna God, fucking love it. it. And then we got out of the movie, I texted Derek, and Derek's like, if somebody hadn't fucking spoiled Maul for uh, me, some idiot on the internet. Every comment on any Star Wars, <coughs> even things that weren't Star Wars related, was just like, Maul, wow. exclamation mark. Maul, it's just like one word exclamation mark, and uh, I figured I'm Darth sorry. Maul was sorry, in solo. Um, <laughs> yeah, if somebody had ruined it for me, I was like, if Derek had not known about that, I it would have been Derek. so fucking good. The, the minute I, I recognize Sam Witwer's voice, because <coughs> yeah. they got the performer who also played Starkiller. Yeah. And he has yeah. a big part to play in Star Wars, as, you know, the song yeah. entirely. So he's, right. I hope we see him in live action someday. Yeah. Um, I, I would have recognized the voice and I saw the mechanical legs. I would have known the minute that, what is it? I know, but you would, but seeing you would have been like, holy shit. Yeah. I just just do that. on my face and I realized it's Ray Park doing the body. Yeah, Yeah, it's Ray Park doing the body and Sam Whitworth doing the voice. I was luckily surprised. I'm more surprised I wasn't spoiled by it, actually. Like, there's nothing on Instagram or nothing. Yeah, the theater. I avoided talking to you for a while because I knew you were going to fucking spoil it. Right. Yeah, the theater we went to as we were sitting there and the big reveal happened there were eight nine ten people who were like oh you yeah, know it was, oh, shit. it was a loud gas yeah but it, it makes cool. a lot of sense because this guy he's not a sith lord anymore and i heard yeah. i heard a lot of what oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know he's like, like a the crime guy. lord ex-sith guy he's just or... yeah, in charge of something called the shadow collective That's cool. he owns like the five most feared criminal syndicates yeah. minus the huts because they were able to like get away from his grasp uh. it's like Everyone versus the huts at this point. I want yeah. nothing to do with those fat fucks. Basically, that's what it comes down to. There's a great thing in, this, in the Clone Wars where he attacks Jabba's palace, but it's only Jabba's brother there. And oh, he's yeah. Like, 
I came to Jabba's palace to find Jabba. Where can I find Jabba? And like the brother forgets he's in Jabba's palace. He's like, you mean to tell me I can find Jabba at Jabba's palace, which is where I'm at? Whatever, brother, kill him. And then his brother just decapitates the hut, and they just like walk out like badasses as the place burns. That's like the only interaction he has with the huts, and they figure, yeah, the huts aren't on the list. I fucking hate the yeah the fat fat ass. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot one more thing about the Darth Maul thing. When I saw it in the theaters, I guess there was people who, you know, people who don't watch the Clone Wars, but I guess there was someone who never saw Phantom Menace either, because everyone's like, ah! and I could very faintly hear, like, the loud whisper in the back saying, like, who's that? It's <laughs> like, like my dad. or something. The Arr, devil. The devil. <laughs> the devil with a double, and then you, he grabs an Inquisitor saber because he took it off of an Inquisitor. He just yeah. went and lights it, and you're like, oh, he's got the lightsaber, because that's how he intimidates people. That's the rebels. Like, yes, yeah. there's Satan the whole time. Yeah, he's fine to everything. But the Mandalorian armor, which is where I started, uh, yeah. to me, I figured like that could have been good foreshadowing because that guy probably has thousands of sets of Mandalorian yeah. armor. Like, I collected all this from Mandalore. I'm a boss. Here, Dryden Boss, have a Mandalorian armor. There you go. You get an armor. And you get you it. Get Everyone get just armor. join the shadow. Everyone gets an armor. You can even wear it, but Dryden Boss just. Everybody best gets armor bees. In the galaxy. Bees. You get bees. You get bees. Everybody's got bees. That fucking but yeah, there's, there's mean. Easter eggs all over that guy's office. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. on to they set up the job. They set up the job. Han goes, hey, no, 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 don't kill us. We can do one better, but also to save Kira. Yes. We can, uh, there's there's rock axiom. Did you ever think about that? Oh, okay, go on, continue. Don't don't kill them. Uh, we can go to, like, the Spice Mines of Kessel. And there's a name drop, so everyone's already going. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to Kessel. Kessel yeah. Run. The Kessel Run's coming up. And so they set up, oh, we're going to get a bunch of rock axiom, uh, raw fuel, and we need to get it very quickly, and we need to get it to a processing area or plant. Yeah. Which is almost impossible. And everyone's like, bitch, you're going to have to go through the Kessel Run to do that. Can you make that shit in less than like 25 or 30 parsecs? Mm-hmm. Because your ship's going to blow. Because that, that, that raw stuff overheats. Mm-hmm. Naturally. And also you're going to be tossing it around and it's going to get worse. So they, they come up with the elaborate Kessel Run. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to uh, Lando. Yes. And Lando. I love... Ooh, Let's I, talk I, about Lando. Okay, so Lando was an amazing character. I love how they show you that he cheats, like, almost right off the fucking oh, bat. Yeah. Um, and you know he cheats at, like, every card game. Because at one point he mentions that he won a moon in a card game. Other Easter egg. All, everything Lando says, including his Hollow Diaries, yeah. are references to these old Lando... Like 70s, 80s black exploitation novels, yes. So he was like, you know, I want a planet, which was whatever, full of this, and it was very profitable. And then when he's talking, like, I beheld a temple. No, he said that was a huge money pit, but yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. I'm like, I guess all those were references to actual plots from the old EU. Yeah. So this this movie has deep EU cuts. That's cute. Yeah, anyway, and then before they meet Lando, um, they they say, Beckett, oh, sorry, this is right when they meet him. Lando Carrizian is Cecilia, and this is Beckett. Uh, He killed notorious bounty hunter Ara Singh. Yeah, another... I heard about that. I heard that. Yes. Yeah, it's Cad Bane's partner, also Boba Fett's mother figure, who kind of teaches him everything he knows from the Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. So, well, she was a big fan favorite character. That's my line. <laughs> so, so Woody Harrelson just killed this beloved Star Wars yeah. character, which I'm happy about because Woody Harrelson can kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, that always sounds kind of fun. Oh, jeez, I don't want her. <laughs> and my preferred, my preferred way of death, like I want euthanasia, but bring Woody Harrelson in and give him a revolver or something, <laughs> just so I can be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get killed by God. Woody Harrelson. It's cool. Just, yeah. Yeah. When I become a vegetable, when I become a vegetable, <laughs> oh, don't geez, pull the plug. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> if, if I ever become a vegetable, I'm in a coma. Don't pull the plug. Have Woody Harrelson shoot me in the balls. Right. <laughs> but the, the, the year is a cut right in half. Like I don't have him for a while. So let's continue with the plot. <laughs> yeah. They get, they get Lando because they need a ship. 
Yes. And I personally loved Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were speaking of that Hollow Diaries thing. Yes. That entire time he's in the thing doing the Hollow Diaries, I'm like, he watched Billy Dee Williams do that. Oh, yeah. And then just mimicked it. Oh, yeah. Like... That he had Billy D do it and then mm-hmm. just just mimicked it just, line yeah, for line. There's one line that's very Billy D Williams, and it's when they're he's he's going, oh, we're gonna go through the we're gonna go into the mall whenever he's like, you have a really elaborate way of killing us. I'll give you that. You know, like yeah. yeah. He said it, it sounded exactly with the exact cadence and the inflections exactly like Billy D Williams. Well, you see, like, the, wow. the thing is, is that he said you have a very elaborate way of killing us. Um, I'm gonna have this Colt 45. Time to break into the advertisement. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, they, get, they get the ship. You missed that line. You missed that line. You I heard to, it, though. You meet Clint Howard. Yes. Ron Howard's uh, brother, who has a very interesting yep. look. Confirmed to be from another planet. Yeah, Finally. basically he's an alien, I guess. They didn't have to do a lot of makeup. They just gave him a lot of Yeah, hair. no, they just woke him up. And, like, Is here. he the, the he robot? Also... Okay. <laughs> you see how he's doing the robot fight pit, and that's also yeah. Yeah. L3. They L3, which I love. I love that the thing everyone noticed that yeah. L3 is just one letter and one number up from K2. Yeah. yeah. I, I gave it that From K2, yeah, so I know. Nick, Nick here is like, yeah, he lazy executive. Just, oh, yeah, K2, he was a big hit. L3. <laughs> uh, Enter. We got our droid yeah. name. She yeah. was fantastic. I swear to God, the entire time during the trailers and even during the movie, I was like, Phasma? But not no. at all. It sounds a little bit like Wendell A Christine. little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the actress's name, but... She does like some TV show or whatever. She's, a, she's, a, she's one of those three names yeah. things. Madison is going to look it up. Yeah, I'm Googling it. Yeah. Continue. It is Phoebe. L3 was easily my favorite part of the film. Yeah, she she steals, and that's what broke open the whole Lando being a pansexual thing, because there's literally a part where she sits down and goes, oh, those servers are sticking together. What if you're going to have to do that thing again. And Lando's yeah. like, yes, dear. <laughs> and you're like, does Lando fuck the robot? And also, so. you get the hint. It's like, how does that even, because she goes, oh, I got, Lando has the hots for me. Yeah. It can never work. Right. I'm a robot. And then, like, how does that even work? And right. she literally looks, like, very sexy. Like, oh, it works. <laughs> and you're like, he bones the robot. Nice. <laughs> so, oh, but the word came right. out. And it, was, it was clickbait, but it generated, it was meant to generate yeah. two sides of a huge battle right. on social media. Yeah. It was Lando's a pansexual. He'll fuck anything that, that has Right. Donald Glover, like, was in an interview. Oh, people were He was in an interview, and somebody said something. Somebody yeah. asked him something, but he was like, yeah, there's so much... To fuck in space. Of right. course Lando's pan. Of course he's pan. And why wouldn't, right. why wouldn't, he, wouldn't he be? Even it's like, sure, D. why not? Yeah. You meet this guy, he wears capes. You're like, oh, this guy's a heathen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not only does he wear capes, he has a whole closet yeah. he, dedicated to capes. Not only does he have an entire closet dedicated to capes, but a bunch of them are apparently custom made for him. That's right. When oh Amelia, when Kira's sitting there putting the fire out, he just goes, no, it's no. It's a collector's piece. It's a collector's piece. No. <laughs> I love that. I love Even that. Even while his robot lover is dead, he's like, no, please don't. Yeah. Not the cape. Not the cape. Lando, I can't feel. What's yeah. happening? Why am I powering? And you're like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. But she, was, yeah. I mean, she only gets like 20 minutes of screen time. But she owns every scene she's in. Yeah. And then she owns every scene forevermore. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they upload her consciousness into the Nava computer of the Millennium Falcon. Which... Well, she's the motivator. She's the motivator. Yeah. And David pointed out something that I found kind of sweet that I didn't... That L3 in the ship now might be part of the reason why Han talks to the ship in the original Correct. films. Because he's talking to L3. Not even and, that. They've talked to her before. 
because 3PO has trouble communicating and interfacing with the motivator and says it has a peculiar dialect I've never heard before in Empire. Oh. And then at the end when Billy Dee's trying to outrun the, because Han's been put in the carbonite. Right. He's trying to tell him, sir, the motivator told me they put an inhibiting, an inhibitor on the hyperdrive, which shows that she still doesn't like yeah. the inhibitors. And yeah. The yeah. So she wasn't very fun. There's an inhibitor on the hyperdrive. And like, she told 3PO and R2 right She's away. She's like, hey, motherfuckers. Yeah, and so that's why R2 says, oh, okay. <laughs> and then they get right to light speed. Yeah. So... Makes, that's like a really deep Easter egg, along with he drops cargo. That one's like, well, L three becomes basically the motivator of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, she has the most. They say that she has the most uh, in depth navigation. Or she has the best. Yeah, she's the, the most advanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So that eventually uh, happens. That's pretty cool. I, In the uh, I didn't like her that much. No, <laughs> really. People are hit or miss with yeah. L three. Yeah. Well, tell me why. I don't know. She was just like that. Was like I don't know. She was like all like oh robot rides yeah. or whatever. Hashtag. Like, that, that feels like so kind of weird. And Hashtag R2 Me Too. And I, I just personally found her voice annoying. But I like. I get you. I liked her design. First yeah. of all, every time she walked around, I thought, like, that looks real. That was like a real robot walking around. Yeah. That was like really cool. Yeah. Oh, the puppet. It looked, it looked very yeah. practical, but you yeah. could tell it was CG. And I probably yeah, like maybe CG. the one Unless she was sitting down. Clark with her. And <laughs> like when she's like raising the resistance, and there's like that one stubby footed robot like stepping on a machine. Yeah. I loved all the robots. That was piece of shit. That was banging. Like, fuck your console. But they're all like lanky and slip, but there's like one So everyone was blowing up the Wookiee involvement in the movie before oh. the before the movie came out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people were just talking about like that one Wookiee that you see him like rescue and like, Looks like forehead to forehead thing. Oh, it looked really bad. I kept thinking that. Um, Wolf, man, Michael J. I uh, it, it was it was actually a really bad Wookiee effect as far as I could tell. Unless they have, you I know, think it's because he's emaciated and starved. He or she. Yeah, and, and they're also really mad at furs, matted, and they haven't been washed in like years. Could be, but it just it looked really bad in my mind. But everyone's like, "Oh, it's Mala." The, you know, uh, uh, holiday special confirmed as canon. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was male, so just like yeah. a friend or a buddy. But Where's Lumpy or Grumpy or whatever? Lumpy. It was Lumpy. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's trying to say, come with it. It's kind of sad if you think, if you try to imagine what they're saying. Yeah. But, like, you know, everyone's like, it's Mala, holiday special confirmed as canon. Yeah. No. And it, it, no. Oh, it, my God. Just, holiday just special, too. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen one day. Oh, God. But I they, can only imagine. They go to Kessel. They extract a fuckload of coaxium. Coaxium? Coaxium. I'm pretty sure it was coaxium. 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 Raw coaxium. Quackaxium. They toss it in the Falcon. They escape. But, you know, L3 gets blown to smithereens. Quaxium from Duckburg. Uh, all, the, all the extra quacks. Uh, yes. <laughs> We're all having coughing fits here. Yeah, sorry. They, uh... Don't die on me, soldier. Madison totally swallowed down the wrong tube all no. about 45 seconds ago. All right. Get up, soldier. This is war. <laughs> a Star they, War. They, they, yeah, a Star War. I was kind of, I like I like about like that trend scene. That was like the first like gritty war scene I seen in these. Yeah, Wars really. Movies. Just con seeing the horrors of it. You actually yeah. feel bad for the Imperials because whatever yeah. resistance they're meeting, it's yeah. like you really you realize yeah. they're all grunts. They yeah. have one ATST. You're just like, like seeing like laser beams and shit, but like on one planet, it's like all quiet on the Western Front or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. World War One. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. Oh, I, I gotta say, one of my favorites was was the fucking the, the general or whatever. Just like, come on, moving soldier. Where are we going? Over that hill to victory, and then boom, he blows. Yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> yeah, Almost like, oh. in me, and and Han just like fuck that shit. Bye. Yeah. It's in character. <laughs> er. 
But uh, mm-hmm. they, they make it back to the Falcon. They get their Quaxium. Oh, uh, there's, here's another deep, deep, deep EU cut. Ooh. Is that Kira mm. takes out a couple of guards with L3, which I loved. Because you don't actually see her. You just see her cape kind of go woof, woof. Both yeah. guards fall. Yeah. You just see L3 like, whoa. That's cool. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Kira's like, oh, I know Terrace Kasi. Which is this deep cut reference to a shitty Lucasfilm Star Wars fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Masters of the Terrace Kasi for PS1. Which like I that? used to have. I like that like. It's Tekken, but Star Wars. Right. And oh. it kind of sucks. Is that the one where, like, Leia or someone has, like, that double-edded, like, yes. s- sort of a lightsaber stick yes. thing? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but they <laughs> recanonized it anyways as a, it's a, it's a self-defense form that, right. the, that the Sith Warriors use, uh, which is, might be a little more mall foreshadowing. Okay. Mm. So she goes, I know, Terrace Kossi, somebody taught me that, and I'm proficient. Yeah, uh, she says that, the, that um, Paul Bettany taught her. I forget his but name. Then, then Paul Bettany Voss. learned from Voss, Paul. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Samal so teaches his his underlings. Yeah, yeah I'll go to yeah. the same dojo. Yeah. Um, speaking of Easter eggs around that time period, how about uh, Woody Harrelson in the um, Lando's disguise? The Lando disguise from oh, Ninja. Oh yeah, because he, he catches Kira and Han making out in the in the Lando's yeah. closet. Yeah. yeah, I immediately he's like unloading stuff. I immediately saw that helmet from behind, and I'm like. That's the helmet from Jabba's palace. Lando. I I didn't see that until he got off of the yeah, ship on Castle. Yeah, then he gets in and he's fully done up in yeah. the disguise. Yeah. I also feel like. Han and Kira making out in the closet and Woody Harrelson interrupting them was like a callback. 3PO interrupting Yeah, Leia or not a call forward, I guess, yeah. to Han and Leia making out. This guy in the can't little... make out with anyone without inter- anyone interrupting. <laughs> yeah. Him. No matter when or where in a galaxy far, far away, there's going to be some cock blockers. Oh, right. God. Uh, that makes me think. I can only imagine like Han and Leia are getting jiggy to, to conceive Kylo. Uh, and 3 is just... I heard moaning. Are you okay? <laughs> That's why Kylo ended up as a fucked up. <laughs> as a, as a <coughs> if I could have conceived uninterrupted in the golden rod, he would have been probably a different child, or he would have. Yeah, like. Uh. He's our friend. Is there a way to unplug him? Yeah. Oh. Jesus. So they make the castle run. Yeah, they, they take off. Oh, no, yes. It. They take off, and they're immediately stopped by an Imperial Star Destroyer. Okay, we're, cool we're, we're going to go out the way we came in, because there's only one cleared official way in, and we, we can do this. Yeah, no one's going to, oh, shit, and then a fucking huge-ass Star Destroyer. Is there. It's fine. They're not going to worry about a little tiny ship, but they're not going to waste they got TIE Fighters. They send, TIE out like, fighters yeah, they send out, like, five or six TIE Fighters. Like, well, I mean, it's six of them. Yeah. So he turns around and they decide to go into the nebula. It's like, uh, we're just gonna go off. The yeah. Map here. And that's when they plug in uh, uh, L three. Plug in L three because like if anything, she can triangulate. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. she knew exactly what was in. She the can nebula. use the ship's built-in radar to map shit ahead of them so they yeah. can don't yeah. crash. So it's just so like, as they're going through the Kessel Nebula, they're still trying to figure out L threes. <coughs> uh, she's still trying to like. Yeah. And out. in the process. Guess what the Millennium Falcon loses? It's fucking radar dish. Yeah, it's like a different radar dish. The original radar dish Every was time. flat to the ship, so uh, it was skinnier. Then, when Han gets it back, he attaches a one pointing one. forward around one. And then, uh, when they lose that in uh, in Jedi, yeah. they attach the square rectangular yeah, one. Rectangular oh. one yeah. oh, I was very curious about that origin. It's yeah. just funny that he loses it again. It's also no, losing That's cute. That's most cute. of its outer hull, which yeah. explains why it goes from nice and blue and kind of <coughs> racing striped and nice looking that Lando had. Yeah, like when they saw it first, like all clean and slick. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh, this is going to go wrong. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, they do the castle. It's basically a pod race on steroids for all of it. It's about a 20 minute sequence, so you get more than your money's worth. Right. Yeah, and it was pretty cool with uh, the, the Kraken thing chasing them down. And toward the end, yeah. yeah. That's your Star Wars monster. Your okay, well, what is with all these new Star Wars films and like squids? 
Yeah. It's it's the the, the, the Chinese thing. market maybe. Could, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Asian market. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got a weird the, tentacle fetish. The the Asian market's and got the Star long... Wars never really performs well overseas, especially at Ron Johnson. Howard. That confirmed. is racist, yeah. but probably true. Yeah. No, no, you got, That's got, all I can think you of, think honestly. About your it's not racist. You think so, about what culturally, you know. They oh, come on, little lines. Lee's not going to watch Star Wars. Throw a squid in there. Huh. There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to buy a lightsaber and eat pokey or do whatever they do over it, there. It's, it's, the, it's the, honestly the best answer <laughs> I can think of. As, as to why no, there's there's uh that and just I mean yeah. fucking Derek you don't like squids and octopi they look weird yeah they freak me out yeah the, the one thing Derek is most terrified of squids in this world and octopi only are specifically octopi because people are like ooh he's a picture of a squid Derek and I'm like man it's a squid but it has to be an octopus he's a cuttlefish man. yeah at one point we were at the Disney store in downtown Disney and they had the Finding Dory merchandise. Derek wasn't looking. I said, Derek, catch! And I threw the Hank, Hank. plush at him, yeah. the octopus, oh. and Derek literally jumped like he looked genuinely scared yeah. for like they half a second. It was hilarious. Squid and octopi look fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a really easy well, thing to make a monster I think it's out of. freaky like when octopi walk more than they like land on the ocean floor and kind of, but squid don't do that. Squid continue to propel them. They're always swimming, but octopi yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. land and yeah. scamper a little bit. Ugh, freaks yeah. me out. Uh, Anyways, yeah, they get yeah. chased by a giant. I don't have a problem they, with the squids. I'm just noticing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a it's a valid observation. What was the name of the one from Rogue One? Borgolet. Yeah, Borgolet. Borgolet will get the truth out of you. Forrest oh, Whitaker's weird. Yeah, there's that one. I mean, there's there's the freaking the stupid thing that Han's transporting yeah. in Force Raptors. Awakens, the Raptars, yeah. that are also... Which everyone shits oh, on yeah. that scene, but I like that scene. I know, I, love, I thought that was great, man. You haul Raptars? Oh, there's one. Because, oh. you know, speaking of Han, that's just great with him, like all those different crying organizations and everything. He's just trying to talk his way out of it. Hey, can't but you also, talk? Yeah. Hey, you Tell that to Kazai Club. When did I say that? You said it twice. Okay, yeah. Wait, there, yeah that yeah. was a really yes. funny scene. When have I not? When have I not paid you back? Like, legit, the guy's like three times. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he knows. Yeah. When else? <laughs> yeah, so speaking yeah. of Han and Harrison Ford, what I loved about uh, is it Alden? Alden. Alden. Alden Ehrenreich. Is Alden. that I, I ceased to see the actor, and I just kind of, kind of like when you saw Han. Yeah, when you settle into like say like Doctor Who, when you get a new Doctor, you eventually stop seeing Peter Capaldi. You stop seeing Matt Smith. You just start seeing them as the Doctor after a while. Right. Yeah. Right. About around them getting into the castle run and then getting into the chase i just began to see han i didn't see a younger version of han i didn't see somebody trying to portray a younger yeah version you of han. didn't see all yeah. the night yeah uh, and no. and right yeah. you right. just saw yeah han Solo. he wasn't doing yeah. a harrison ford impersonation you were just so invested and so absorbed into this movie yeah. you just began to see han and lando and what do you yeah. think you think he was a good han no i did after like a, the first few minutes i kept like being hesitant at first because like yeah. in my head i'm just thinking like oh they had to hire an acting coach for this guy then after yeah. like the entire film i'm like well, the coach worked because I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was the exact same way. I I walked in yeah. with super low expectations <laughs> because of how messy All the whole production, production yeah, stuff. the yeah. behind the scenes stuff was. Yeah. I had already heard everybody was like, "Oh, Nine Rides bad, and he shouldn't play Han Solo, and they had to yeah. get an acting coach." Oh. And yeah, in around, I don't, I don't know what it was for me. I think it was when he was talking to Chewie. In the in the stupid the mud in, the, pit, in yeah. the mud pit, yeah, yeah, I think that was for me when I sat there and I was like, oh, 
No, that's just Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. You know, he is Han Solo. Yeah. He didn't sound like him, and yeah. he'd scream, and he sounded like Solo, a 19-year-old kid. Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> that is the ultimate dialect on the character yeah. of Han Solo. Yeah. Let us break down the lyrics right. of Han Solo. Yeah. Um, well, it works because like, it's not just Han Solo. It's like a younger Han Solo. So right. Yeah. You see like, more like his all thing. his stuff that we think he's, he's natural of as an old guy. Yeah. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's mostly an act. Yeah, yeah. We see what he... Yeah. We've revealed two things recently in a couple weeks. The acting coach was brought on because they did have to switch direction from very comedic. Yeah. To, you're going to have to play it straight now and actually do Han Solo. And uh, not right. like Lord Miller's <laughs> version of it. Yeah. Because yeah. you can tell when they when they creep in there, like when he speaks, Shuwook, like that is so a Lord Miller scene. Yeah. And it would have played a lot more like that. And there's a couple scenes that remain where you just know it's them. Uh, so it would have been very adorable and very Lego movie-ish because that's, yeah. that's their kind of thing. Yeah. But then they had to go, we're going to play more straight and closer to something like Rogue One or a Western. Or, you know. Yeah. So yeah. then they brought Ron Howard yeah. in. They also review what Harrison Ford told. Sort of what he told. It's not exactly. And it's, you know, you want to know what the big secret about Han Solo is? There is no secret. He's who he wants to be. He does whatever he wants. You can yeah. do whatever you want in the role because that's just na- what's yeah. natural for Han. That's nice. Yeah, because remember they said that Harrison Ford kind of chose there's something yeah. he liked about Alden, and it's Alden seemed to understand that I'm not going to try to imitate you. Yeah. Because people were all like, bitching, like, you should have got Anthony Ingruber, who's a world-class Harrison Ford person. Yeah, or they should have gotten <laughs> Jamie Costa, who was part of like a, a, a really popular Han Solo short film. Right. right. And they're both very good at doing Han Solo and imitating Harrison Ford, but they <laughs> might not be great actors. Yeah. yeah. I also heard they tried to get that kid, uh, <coughs> what's face, the guy who plays Baby Driver. Oh, like uh, was, oh, I could see him doing. Yeah, because you see, like in the movie, too, like yeah. he has like he sort of dresses like him a little bit. Yeah, a little like an bit. Joke, oh, like, he would have been a good choice. I think it's like an in joke for like Edgar Wright knew that like oh they didn't catch you as Han let's make you wear a vest. Let's make you like wear the black. I think I think the yeah. only issue I, I would have is him playing the role. Yeah, is he's got those pouty lips that that Han yeah. Solo doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. very pouty, very shiny lips. Very model. Yeah, guy at all. Right, because that works so well with <laughs> Superman's mustache. Yeah. One. Yes. Well, they're not going to put mustaches on his lips. They're going to make him like a little, little, little tinier. Right. Jesus. Yeah, he, he does a great job, and it's, yeah. it's when he's like piloting the Falcon, and Chewie sits down, and the audience applauds. Like, yeah, yeah. we're in the yeah. party. Yeah. Amelia Clark's like, which button is the button to do what you're saying you want me to do? Yeah. And, and Chewie just like, does it. Yeah. Like, well, Chewie kind of walks it yeah. kind of walks over and like stands between her and Han and she looks up and she goes alright and she gets out of the seat she's it's like the, yeah no I'm not this is the oh my god it's the equivalent to a 67 Chevy to me I'm 190 years old dude I've been around in a couple of ships I know yeah. how to do this shit oh okay we'll sit down you're 119 years old good. 90 oh 90 yeah, yeah 90. even more it's like middle age for a Wookiee they can live to be like 400 590 you look great that might be a little bit yeah. of the holiday special canon because his life day he was kind of at middle age in that one. I don't remember how old they said he was, but probably yeah. wasn't one ninety. But they they admitted he's basically middle age for Wookiee. I don't know. And that they live a while. Yeah. So. I remember a lot of things about the holiday special. I remember that no, his his dad watches like porn in the living room. <laughs> Everyone loves that. Yeah. Rudolph, <laughs> and he has a flappy lower lip. Yeah. It's not yeah. porn. It's vital to the. <laughs> So is the other 25 scenes with Jesus. speaking. Whipsta, whipsta, whip, whipsta. Yeah, it's all about family. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, anyway. So they finish, they get the light speed, they're getting sucked into the maw, which is also from the old EU, except it's a bunch of, it's several black holes together. That's it, how we did the Kessel Run originally, was I piloted my way through several black holes yeah. and did it in less than 12 power sects, which is a measurement of distance. They finally lay that to rest. Yeah. Uh, but That's now it's like one big one. Get around just that one 
Well, I, I, I love, right. I, I love that uh, it's 12 parsecs if you're round right. down. Yeah. And I love that they break the fourth wall because they, they finally get to their planet, they do it, uh, they land, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, did the Kelsey run in 12 parsecs? And like, he's like, says it and, to and the like, audience, and like, Chew, he just did it. Yeah. Chewie's like, like come it. on, no, it wasn't. Chewie's like, it's and like it's... 15. He's like, well, if you round down towards like 10, we'll settle for 12. Like, if you round yeah. down. <coughs> so if anything, it makes that line race as in The Force Awakens a little bit more like <laughs> true. Oh, I heard yeah. you read it. Did the, the Kessler in 14 parsecs. 12. Yeah, like, oh, I've been saying that for fucking years. No one cares. And you realize no one does care. That's the ultimate. Yeah. You notice he's been saying that his whole life because you yeah. meet him in A New Hope and he's like, it's just shit that the cats are in 12 power sex. And no one cares. They're just like, oh. All right. should we be impressed? Like, That's cool. It's fast enough for you, old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and right after that, Lando comes up. And a lot of people didn't catch this, which is a great joke, because people were busy laughing about whatever just happened. He comes up and goes, I really hate you. And Han goes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. was like a fun... Oh, no. I, I didn't even notice <laughs> that. Yeah, a lot of people didn't catch that one. That was like, cute. They had a, I love you, I know, but like an inverse, like, I really yeah. hate you. Well, I they know. also had the, I have a really good feeling about this, which is the first time in a Star Wars yeah. movie they didn't say, I have a bad <laughs> feeling about this. Right. So I wish they didn't ruin that in a trailer, because that would have been a lot of fun just to see pop up in the movie. In yeah. the middle. Yeah. Well, here's the fun one for you. Han's best friend, Needles. For being a big Back to the Future fan. Yeah, I saw that too. We're going to do the whatever, whatever maneuver. What's that? Buddy of mine, Needles, best pilot on Corellia. He did this maneuver, and then he died. <laughs> and then they, what, it had five landing gears, so they do that, and they grind the landing gears and lose uh, two of them to have the three, the iconic three. Yeah. And then oh, they, you know, they grind ice right back at the last TIE fighter mm. remaining, and you see the guy freeze because it breaks the glass and freezes them, and that's when they shake the TIE fighters. Yeah. I also love that shot when they're about to go into hyperspace and it's kind of playing the Star Wars theme and all you get is a really close fish kind of a, a fish eye view of Han's eye and you just see like the unbridled joy in his eyes of yeah. the first time he's going to light speed on his yeah. own yeah. I really liked yeah. that just yeah. it, he there were points in there when Han looked like a very it looked like he was a little kid sitting in the back of the Millennium Falcon with his dad, you know? It, it, to be, it was a very, it's a, it's a story, it's a love story of a man in his dream car, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that would be me behind a, a DeLorean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. In the final scene, I, I didn't think that we were we going to get that scene out, because the movie, I swear it was going to end 20 minutes earlier than it did. Yeah. yeah. I was happy and stressed out to have the final scene be like, Lando, you and me, card game, now. <laughs> bam, bam. Bam! Thank you, sir. Here's the keys, and that's like the fucking like yeah. end. And I'm like, yeah, there there was no better ending to that movie than that. Yeah, I oh god, I love it. He he sees the thing in his sleeve, yeah. goes in for a hug, steals Takes the, the card. card. You know, if only he had uh. this green dresser here, you know. Whoosh, whoa. You could actually see Sabacc explained <laughs> online if you go. People have broken the rules down. Oh, and, sure. And they're going to start selling official Sabacc kits. Which I mean, they've had unofficial fan-made ones that you can buy from people on Etsy, but they're probably going to start releasing like official, That's official pretty cool. merchandise. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah but yeah. then they get to their planet. I forget the name of that planet. It had a name, I don't. Sand, yeah, the planet. Yeah. yeah. Either way, they get there. And, oh, yeah, so we uh, to talk they, about this character. They go to get the this, this shit refined. Right, and then and, they run into uh, their, their rival who we forgot to talk about. In Etsy's Nest. Nest. Yeah. In Nest. Forgot about them. Yes. It's, and it turns out to be a fucking 17-year-old right. girl. They, they kind of bit right. Solo, come out here. And, oh, sorry, uh, 
Beckett, come out here, you know. Yeah. And you come out and you figure like, oh, here you. Then here we go. So we're gonna have our cool here. western shakedown, and Han goes out and stands ahead, and they totally do a close-up shot of the race with the gun. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, blah blah blah. I'm gonna brag. Yeah, we got thirty guys in that ship right there, and Lando takes off. <laughs> You're okay, like, I'm gonna step back. And he here. takes <laughs> a step back, and he kind of in line right. with everyone. All right, what do you do your thing? Right. And yeah. they start arguing, and they must insult Infus so much that Infus takes off their helmet and it's actually just like this like teenage girl and yeah. you're like oh it's a girl oh my gosh it's a 17 year old yeah, mixed race girl like, yeah she had a really both Madison and I thought it was gonna be Beckett's like kid yeah I thought it was because he yeah. he was banging the I thought it was like, gonna be somebody he was, he was with, Fanny Newton yeah he was like five minutes I mean, yeah and I was sitting there and I was like is that like, is that supposed to be someone I recognize well the music's like swelling and they make it seem like it's a big revelation but they're I, trying to tell you it's just this little it's supposed to be a kid I get but it, yeah. it's this rebel kid and they're uh, basically you find out they're they're a rebel cell not yeah. the rebellion but yeah. a rebellion yeah and then because he insulted them like we're not evil. We're not trying to steal. We need yeah. to. You're yeah. on a planet, and she tells the story of the planet they're on. Because I think that's what they do. They call them the. They call them. You're the bad guys in this. Yeah. You know. And she we're gets not. upset about that. And she gets upset, and she's right. like, "No, look, I'm a child. Like they're ruining she's us." Bad guy. And then she yeah. tells you, "The guy you're working for, Dreadboss, he cut everyone's tongues out. Guess where? Here. That's the planet you're on. Yeah. Look what he's done to this place. And she knows, and freaking and envy." points her finger at freaking Kira and she's like she knows she was there doing it too yeah you feel guilty hon do you do right. you and then they start <laughs> begin they've been they begin to set up the end like Kira has the scene from the trailer with the I know what you really are and you're sitting there like oh that's gonna be a dumb line but it turns out to be a good line and she's like hey, you're the good guy, you're a good guy you think you're this. such a badass and you think that you shoot first and you think that you would but you're you're the kid that wanted to come back and get me so you leave now like she's beginning to set up the whole Betrayals are about to happen. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Dryden comes on and Beckett decides to take off. Wait, why did he... Was he convinced? He he, he pretended he was convinced by yeah. Enfist to run? No, yeah. it wasn't that. He was, he was convinced that if they tried pulling Solo's plan to help Invisness out oh, that's that right. he was gonna get killed right, right. so he i'm gonna take off he but says the huts, yeah. i'm going to tattooing there's the big shots out there maybe we'll do a job someday i'll see you later kid yeah. like, oh well there goes the cool proto han solo you know yeah if you survive this i'll see you on tattooing right. and then they go in they try doing their really their big really plan yeah. and, and here's my deep cut here's the biggest easter egg nobody is caught they go into dryden voss and there's hors d'oeuvres and he goes up and goes, oh, a color clawfish. Anyone? Anyone? No, just me. You know, serpent it. And I'm like, color clawfish. It's in the planet of Naboo. Of Naboo. It's the, one of the uh, sea monsters that attacks Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. That's oh, like, that is a deep freaking cut. Phantom Menace. So yeah. The that is a fish deep, thing. It's the one yeah. like There's eel. always a bigger fish. Yeah. Uh, the eel, it's the eel claw. It has claws on it. It's kind of on its Yeah. Snap. Yeah, and I'm sitting there now. I'm the only one that I think caught that in like probably the world, maybe. And I'm like, <laughs> that's like my fucking Easter egg that I'm gonna tell everyone I caught. Copyright. Well, to be fair, a lot of people have tried to forget the prequels. My Easter egg. Do so, not <laughs> seeing as how Maul pops up oh, really? like five minutes from this scene, it which is a, funny, it's but a fun still, <laughs> well, Easter egg. Well, everyone agrees, like Dark Maul, like concept-wise, I'm looking at him, it's like the one great thing. And the fight, and the music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and the music. And the one line, which is bad. Not the character from the movie, because I don't remember anything about. Right. Look, but yeah, still. but it's when he was sitting down. That's the most he talked. I've right. seen screen. Yeah, I think in Phantom Menace, he only says one line. Yeah, and it's like, "Yes, Master," and that's it. Yeah, it's like, "At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi." Yeah. Last, we will have when I re-saw that movie like years okay. ago, I didn't think I thought he was just a mute character. 
Joker. <laughs> he, he comes off as maybe he might be an alien that doesn't even know English, but right. he's, like, he's really Machiavellian. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, people were, I heard a lot of people, I'm like, Law was lame, he talked too much. And I'm like, ooh, that's not going to be good if they want to spin him into a villain. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they go in and drive, and it starts to go south, and then they, they reveal a... Uh, Oh, it's really nice that you brought me the fake coaxium. This looks really great. How'd you get this to look? It is yeah, the real coaxium. Uh, Beckett come in here, and then Beckett comes in, and you're like, I didn't see him being the traitor. I thought it was just going to be Amelia Clark yeah, the whole time. Yeah, we thought it was going to be Kira. Really? Yeah. Oh. I didn't see him at all. Like, I thought he was warning him about her. Can I yeah. admit something really stupid? <laughs> Go for it. Like, I, I foresaw he was probably going to betray him or whatever, but they laid it down so, like, subtly obvious in a way. Yeah. First one, like, Oh, who's going to be behind the horror? I'm like, like, no, that's too obvious. There's like a ten, there's a ten probably, second gap. With it's nobody. probably not him. And for a second, I thought, I thought it was me, Lando, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that would have <laughs> yeah, been, like been kind of interesting. I thought, yeah. like, of he, course, because he betrays <coughs> people. Dot, yeah. dot, dot. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Because he, movie. well, he kind, he so kind then of did when it, it on Cloud Beckett, City. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. They just yeah. went with that route. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, I was, I was kind of in the same boat with thinking it was going to be Lando. Yeah, because one Lando took off. Surprise, Han! I'm betraying you. Yeah, like calls me Han. Yeah, and he did it. He did it in the original. In the original, so they had a fun fan joke. It's Han. That was cute. Han. Well, he did call it Sabak. Sabak. Yeah. yeah, get with it, Han. I have um, my own way of saying things. Just come up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be Lando, too. Not yeah. only because he took off, yeah. but, like, yeah. he did it in the even, originals. Yeah, even and, though it makes no sense. I'm like, okay, maybe that's just his thing. Like, Han's just like, yeah, Lando betrays me all the time. Well, he, technically, he already did betray him. He took off in the ship. Yeah. That's true. That could be his one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we all think that Lando betrayed him by taking off from the ship so that he wouldn't, you know, yeah. get the whole thing. But in actuality, he's just making it around to the nearest 7 Eleven for some more Cold 45. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been an amazing Easter egg scene. <sighs> Show fucking Dax from uh, whatever's Jet, De- Jet Dexter, Dexter. Jet Dexter. Hey, I'm running their space convenience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? Oh, Cold 45. Everyone would say betrayal, but I would think that's the greatest thing ever. In I know. Right? <laughs> Holy shit! Because I, I ironically love that character. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that race. I forget what they're called. There's like a Jedi. I don't Clone know. Wars that had that. Big far, big forearms. Yeah. 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 Double sided lightsabers forearms. It was fucking ridiculous. General Krell or whatever. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So he yeah. betrays them. Yeah. Becca comes that. in, gives a big lesson, a monologue. Like, Sorry, kid. It's don't just trust you. anybody. Right. I told you. I it was. I basically said yeah. it. I'm gonna betray yeah. you. I'm Star Wars Littlefinger was and, not to get. And then Han basically <laughs> says, hey, you know what? I totally expected that. And we have the, the tables. Coaxium here, but you think it's with Emphasis. What? They show that like, it's the old lady wearing Emphasis' uh, yeah. helmet. An actual there Emphasis. is no Coaxium here. And Han's like, yeah, I brought it to you, dumb shit. I'm like, oh, well, now we have ourselves a real conundrum here. Yeah, you piss Emphasis, me off, I blow it up. Right, and Emphasis' team, including Warwick Davis, gets his big. And he gets a line yeah. of dialogue. More than one. A couple yeah. of lines of dialogue. It's like three. And it's not like any <laughs> alien makeup or anything. It's just him. It's him. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking He awesome. now, I think he's one of the only people every... in the Star Wars series mm-hmm. to have... More than one role. Right. Starting with oh. Return of the Jedi because he's wicked as it, when he was a young kid. He's wicked, yeah. And then from then on he was like in every film. He's in episode one just watching the pod race and laughing at how Anakin stalls. Oh, right. Oh, no. I, I like, saw oh, someone no, make that no. comparison like on an article and I they don't... were saying like that's the same person. He went on hard times. Right, yeah. And now he's in Nemesis, <laughs> yeah. But he, he's been in almost I think every movie ever since because he's in The Force Awakens trying to steal BB-8 in the desert riding his little... 
Oh, his, that's that's right. Rhino. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's he's had he's had roles in almost every film since Return of the Jedi. It's just interesting because you know that's he's one of the few people you can do that with because yeah, you know it's. No, we all love the guy. Just give him this. The, the, the man has a, a lot of he's uh, a lot of actor, yeah, kind of yeah. Well, the, the, he finally takes off his helmet. Like, oh, it's just just him. He's he's the short Doug Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what he is. He just takes off his helmet. He's like, yeah, we got him, whatever. And then they kick ass and they kill all yeah. of. Voss's men, and then the... and then they're kicking ass inside of the. You know, you know, he, he did such a good job. I I want them to make a Willow too. <laughs> we all want a Willow too. What are you talking about? This movie feels like Willow. That's what I tell people. Like it's Ron Howard back with Lucasfilm. It kind of feels like Willow again. Yeah, somebody said oh, yeah. for me. Somebody like said that yeah. this felt almost like Firefly. It did yeah, have very a very much. big Firefly vibe, which is fun because I think bit. Firefly was sort of inspired by Han Solo in general. Yeah, it's inspired by the space, you know, Star space Wars, Western. Space Western. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody on, the, on Serenity is basically a Han Solo. Yeah, yeah just but like then, everyone um, on the Milano is a Han Solo. Uh, Beckett right. grabs the coaxium, takes off. Chew it, fucking Chewie, and tell, like, you're my hostage. Yes, choose the big. <laughs> The, terrifying alien yeah. that can dismember yeah. you. I didn't think about that until like halfway he's walking through like the desert yeah. to the beach and he's like, Burr. and I'm like, you can rip his arm yeah, off. What are you, you doing? You can get yeah. shot five Speaking times. Speaking of which, on Kessel, yeah. there they, they they pull that Easter egg thing, the Easter egg of them Han and Chewie being locked up, you know, Chewie uh, yeah. being locked up in the in yeah. the chains. Yeah, my buddy pointed that but, out. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's he could break out of it if he wanted yeah. to. Right. Um, you know, it was that was pretty fun. I love that tears the dude's arms off. The like, I was gonna wear that disguise. That is the suit that would have fit me. You know, thanks. Now it has no sleeves. Yeah. and there's the whole problem with, uh, and the guy's probably bleeding all over the suit too. Right. Um, but then there's also the, the added Easter egg of of the chess game or the hologram chess yeah. game. I'm a terrible fan. I used to know the name of that game. Oh, he, as in five days ago, I just <gasps> can't remember it now. It's like, Chewie and Woody Harrelson. Dark human after all. Right. Yeah. They're playing the 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 chess game and Chewie loses, starts hitting the board, and Woody's like, "It's a hologram. You can't do anything." And it's always the same movie loses onto the same yeah. alien. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to use this yeah. one against that one, and I always lose when I use this one against that one <laughs> yeah. and that one. And it's not just an Easter egg. They try to integrate with the story. You actually use it like a chessboard. Like, sometimes you have to think a few moves ahead of each other. Right. When, yeah. when you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you're smooth stars. On. Yeah, but back back <laughs> yeah. where we were, um, fucking Beckett uh, and Chewie take off with the coaxium, and then you've got uh, Han, Kira, and Voss duking it out in the office and you think that like oh now's a good time to reevaluate our, our relationship don't you think yeah. no yeah <laughs> that's a cool scene yeah they're, they're duking it out in the whole thing yeah. and you think at one point like Kira acts like she's gonna betray huh. Han yeah but then she takes out Voss I just thought she was gonna die I thought she was going to die, too. I Remember, I told slitter, you. Slitter right. I told you, I didn't think that she was going Those to betray. Yeah. Right. yeah, I thought she was going to die. She whips out it, her it plays around for a lot, so you're, you're not sure which is which. Like, is she going to die? Is she going to betray him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she lives and she kills, basically, her... Her boss. Her boss. Her the, slave yeah. owner. Her, yeah. her boss <laughs> of the actual, yeah. the underling of the actual boss. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that the true boss is actually quite partial to, basically. And, yeah. and she tells Han that she's going to gather the money so they can run we're off together. This, we're going to run off. And then she yeah. figures, no, he, this is getting too deep. And there's no way he, I don't want him to die. I do care about him, so I will take off. But I will also be the new leader of Crimson Dawn. Right. Yeah. But first, let me contact the actual boss. Yeah. Gets the Crimson Dawn ring. Puts it in. Puts it in. All it's the... building up. It's getting epic. Who is it? Yeah. Oh, is it the Emperor? It's like a guy in a hood. Yeah. And then it's fucking Darth Maul. 
Yeah. yeah. What do you want? <laughs> I'm busy on Dathomir or whatever. Leave me alone. Trina Voss was killed by the traitor Beckett, and she was, she's trying not to blame it on Han. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so hopefully Beckett's going to die, because that's clearly where Han's going, and that way I, I put it off him, and now I can take the, the wrath, or I yeah. can just do this job now. I'm in charge now. Yeah. yeah. And basically, a guy takes out the hood, it's fucking dark, while everyone loses their shit. Yeah. And, and he's like, Kira, come meet me on Dathomir, and I can induct you to be the leader of Crimson Dawn, and we're going to work much more closely. Be intimidated yeah. by like, my right, and Look yeah, at my like, lightsaber yeah. through my hologram. Exactly. If I'm not intimidating enough, <laughs> he stands up and force grabs the lightsaber yeah. off screen. Like it comes from off screen into the hologram. Yeah, yeah and it's a fucking inquisitor yeah. saber, and you're like, what Which the fuck? Can. Yeah, like he he lost <laughs> his in the Clone Wars to Sidious, and now it's like, yeah. oh, inquisitors clearly yeah. came after him because Vader yeah. was sending inquisitors after Maul. Yeah. For a while. I think he's doing this whole, this whole crime organization thing pays a lot better. He, he has like the best high quality hologram ever. <laughs> yeah, he's, he did. Like, Maul's rolling yeah. it. Because we're at a point, it's between yeah. Clone Wars where he kind of lost everything, but he still had the criminal empire. Uh, yeah. Because he wanted to have his own empire from below. And, you know, Sidious got the empire from above. And they're, you know, right. He was planning on this big, like, rivalry that never really gets off the ground. Uh, like, my underground, my, my empire versus yeah. his, you know? Yeah. Doesn't happen. And That's was, cool. We're in like this seven year gap where we meet him in Rebels and he's like much older and a little more crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. seven years from where this takes place. So mm. clearly, he's kind of got plot armor because they're going to make <laughs> him the big bad of these spin off movies. Because, like, they don't have to do Solo 2 and 3, they can just go straight into Fett. Yeah. Which they kind of greenlit. And you could have Maul being right. Fett as the big bad. Yeah. Kind of making whatever contract. He, yeah, some crime syndicate movie. Yeah. movie at some point. Or... That's a rumor, movie. but we're that not sure. I just yeah. heard about that like a while ago, so I thought like, oh, people that's nice talk there. about it. All people are the saying that time. they might not because of how yeah. poorly yeah. Uh, Solo Solo's did. But the problem is, oh. is that Solo made way more than its budget back already. It, it did. I heard it didn't even make half. No, it made its budget back. The problem is, it didn't make half of what the other Star Wars movies oh, made. Yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. saying it's a flop because it didn't make as much as it's the Last Jedi or Force Awakens voted. or Rogue One. Yeah. Because it made less than the three other it's, new movies, it's a flop. It's Which a means victim. it's a failure in Disney's eyes. Right. It's a victim <laughs> of like five horrible things. We are movied out. We've had Infinity War. Deadpool. We had Deadpool, and then we went right to Solo. Yeah. And also we had Last Jedi just in November. Just in November. Right. I mean... And then also uh, there was the fact that it's Memorial Day weekend, <laughs> which they said this was the biggest like exodus migration in a while. Everybody was traveling in this country. This is this was one of yeah. the biggest Memorial Days in recent history, so nobody yeah. was going nobody to the was going Why did they just do it earlier in May? That's what I figured out the earlier. Or well, they Madison, the Madison was thinking that because they moved Infinity War up a, up a week, yeah. the 27th as opposed to the 4th or the right. 5th or whatever it was, right. they should have done it on May the 4th. Yeah, because yeah, that's what that Star was the original Wars Day. It, it, It's in the month. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, they they should have switched it. Yeah. Yeah. I figured they moved up Infinity War a week early because then they're going to move Solo into the May the 4th slot. That's amazing. Yeah. It would have been nice, but right. they didn't do it. I don't know uh, why. It's a victim to Memorial Day. It's a victim to... And also, it's just... A lot of people, it's a, it's overwhelming majority, not majority, but there's an overwhelming vocal yeah. majority. It's, people just didn't have interest in this. People are like, we don't need a Han Solo story. Not only that, but there were a lot of people yeah. who what, who have been following what's been going on behind there the scenes and went, no, yeah. I don't want to see this. It's, it it, like, it's going to be garbage because of how they, they had to build it from the ground up two times over and a whole different director. And right. no, I don't yeah. want to see it. This is It's like five garbage. terrible things. Yeah. 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 Rogue yeah. One just had yeah. the behind the scenes. Yeah, show. just had That's the yeah. relations. Yeah. Right. Where, um, just, just to get back on track, where did we leave off with the plot? We're basically done. Like, we're the, yeah, we were at the end. Yeah. Oh, well, you forgot the most important oh. part. Han confronts Beckett. Oh. 
And, and Han, shut, yeah, Han, Han shoots starts, first. He starts yeah. monologuing. Like, I told you, you weren't supposed to whatever. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab my gun. Yeah. He made the right choice, kid. Right. And, and I'm like, like, Han never, shot first yeah, confirmed. And it makes sense because people thought, that's another lame. Oh, Han shot first. And everybody, in the, like, it was uh, the Walker brothers, Nostalgia Cricket and his brother. They did their solo yeah. review. And they were like, everybody in the theater thought they were the only one. Like, it was a whole sea of people going, Han shot first. And then everyone else heard that everybody was like, oh, shot first. And then our dad waited five minutes and like audibly went, oh, Han shot first. And like the whole audience like lost <laughs> their shit. I swear. <laughs> that, that was a great job. Yeah, we're plugging Doug here. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah, the, I, I did the exact same thing. I just looked over, I looked over to Scotty and I'm like, yeah. oh, shot first. Yeah, my friend. He didn't catch it. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone in the theater thinks that they're the one that, that caught that Han shot first. Yeah. But it makes sense because he's just got betrayed three ways. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, nah, dude, I'm done. Yeah. Right. Kira just humiliated telling him, like, you're not that bad. You're, yeah. You ain't bad. No, he's I like bad, that. You know? You're a good guy. And then he just got tired of all of them and just shot him first. I probably would like more if like, him and Beckett actually had like more scenes together. That way it probably would have been a little bit more impactful. Right. Mm. But it, for what we got, it was pretty good. And I freaking like Woody Harrelson anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad. He's just like, ah, oh, you did. It. I would have fucking yeah. killed you had I even got my hand near my gun. Like, yeah. good job. And then, yeah. You know. And then, I'm uh, gonna tell you the most important lesson I ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was basically <laughs> it. I'm gonna monologue and give you the ultimate. Oh. oh I'm gonna yeah, distract yeah. you with my words while I get my gun well, ready. Maybe the camera yeah. does kind of show he's beginning to go for his gun a little bit. Yeah, and Han oh. goes, nope. Yeah. I got you. Yep. And then uh, from there, we did, it's, he sees Kira take off, and he's like, oh, man, what a rough day. And he learns, the underworld ain't fun, you know? Han Solo's yeah. no good, very bad day. Basically. <laughs> and then he goes and meets uh, Lando on planet, temple, legend of the Forbidden Temple. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever yes. it was. Planet, <laughs> yes. the planet legend of the Forbidden yeah. Temple. Pans in, and he's in the middle of another card game with amazing puppet effects and real creatures. And yeah, shit. this pretty is on its and really cool makeup and prosthetics. I hope that and this thing ought to go to the Academy Awards for prosthetics it's and effects and makeup. It's probably going to. And it better win because there hasn't been a movie that used this many live action assets in fucking forever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he goes there and he's doing his card game and he comes in like, you know good double crossing. It's kind of a play on the Empire when he meets Han. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I just can't no hug. Chewie's not going to rip your arm off. And he grabs his wrist and takes like, you know, the, the, the card, yeah. trump card yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, let's sit down. Are you willing to play a game? What are you going to put in? And he saved some Quaxium. He's like, I'm going to put this in. This can pay you whatever you want. This what? is like 10,000 credits worth of whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then they just do their, their legendary game. And, ah, I have almost full Sabacc, but not quite. Bummer, because I have full Sabacc, thanks to this green little, you know. And that's when Lando's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, my trump card. And he's like, ooh, won the Falcon, ooh. fair and square, which I'm going to say forever to the end of time. Yep. And then they just run into the Falcon like Because gonna... I kept you from cheating, bitch. Right. Yeah. Shooting Han run into the cockpit like they're going to bone happily, but then they're like, nah, we'll just fly. <laughs> they just go, all right, buddy, let's do it. Let's hit my speed. <laughs> they're they... going to bone in the cockpit. Yeah. Mm. That's why it's the cockpit. Yeah. Well, when the credits rolled, me and my friend left. Was there like an after credits scene? No. Or... no. The, the oh, after credit thing would... is basically Maul. That's uh, the thing. I really would love to see a scene where like right before like they took off with the Millennium Falcon, it had Lando just like take all his capes out. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> hold least, on. Hold on. No. One second. At least go. let a man have his case. Okay. That's the first closet. Jesus. <laughs> Any chance I can get the droid out of the out of the the mode of it? No. Okay. No. Fine. No. My can, ship. I can My try, crew. I can try to make love to a consciousness, Han. <laughs> no, Han. This takes off. Yeah. They, they they both put their hand together on the hyperdrive. Yeah, and it's all cute. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. 
I think this was an amazing movie. It bothered me how many people in the theater you were in were saying Rogue One was better. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You know what? Really? Here's what we'll get to. Yes. Our, we'll get to our what do you guys think. Like, final thoughts. All right. I, I, I'll put it dead even with Rogue One. But leaving that theater, like I said, that, that grin on my face, I was like in a euphoric, like, oh, that was way better than Rogue One. Yeah. Way better. And then it kind of died down a little bit the more I've heard people and people have kind of ish, you know talked about their issues and problems. I begin to right. kind of get, oh, okay, all right. No. It's, about, it's equal. But it's you equal. shouldn't let that happen. Like, yes, every movie has its flaws. Yes, every movie's got issues. Yes, this particular movie had more than, than most. But the fact that it put that grit on your face, mm-hmm. someone who loves Star Wars yeah. as much as you do, yeah. that to me shows that it was better than Rogue and One in every way. All that because residual. when we left Rogue One, we were like, that was an okay movie. But when we right. left ha- yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story, it was like, Ballistic. that was awesome. I had, yeah. It's because the low That rocked my fucking socks off. It's because <laughs> our expectations were so rock bottom. Everyone's were, everybody's was. Yeah. You leave that theater like, that was actually, yeah, we did need that. That was a fun story to tell. Sounds yeah. all right. We went into like Rogue One, like, like it's probably going to be good. Or yeah, whatever. and then you were just kind of, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, the third <laughs> act is fucking amazing. I mean, I went into Solo thinking it was probably going to be good. I, I was thinking everyone's being a dick about it. It's going to be fun. And they are. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Those last Jedi haters, I feel so bad for them. Because like, this is the movie you wanted, apparently. This is a safe, fun Movie Star Wars about movie. Han Solo. Yeah. It brought back the character you thought was dead forever. Basically, uh-huh. you thought they spit in the face of them. Well, here they give him. They gave him the royal treatment. They didn't yeah. spit in his face or whatever you think they. Nah, dude, those the, yeah. they just want something, and they don't want to go on. see it. And it's like, wow, because I'll tell you, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, this was like to me, it felt like a long Dave Filoni television episode. That, yeah. it, felt, it felt like something like the Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah, it That's was a I'll lot. Of, it. Yeah. it was such a fun. And everybody sits there and, like, when you use the word fun, people immediately think, oh, it's not good. But no, it was a fun movie. Fun and good. It was a lot of fun. And that is part of the reason why it makes it so good. Is because it's not, for me, it's not Rogue One where I had to watch fucking everybody die. And it was, you know, kind of distressing and upsetting. And I, I couldn't relate to Jin and Cassian because I didn't shoehorn in a 3PO R2 cameo yeah like I I'm (laughs) shocked they didn't do that Tony Daniels was in the beginning he was the he was the droid going stop you're not supposed to uh, and then he gets hit and he blows out flat out like oh oh dear why are they oh (laughs) rub me and scrape me oh no R2 yeah (laughs) they got Tony Daniels in there yeah he's officially the guy who's been in every Star Wars thing yeah Yeah. so and I'm sure they had. I'm sure they had an <laughs> R2 unit running around, but yeah, not D2. But not oh, D2. Yeah. He's the only one who's also always played 3PO no matter what. Yeah, yeah Anthony Daniels. Yes, yeah. I, I have they seen. They don't get imitators. It's always him. If you if you watch Fact Fiend on on YouTube, he has a this uh, Carl Smallwood. He's got a video all about how Anthony Daniels refuses <laughs> to let anybody else play C3PO. Somebody else. No matter that. what. Like he even does like this stupid shit, like the video game of of Star Wars Monopoly. It's, yeah, it's, are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Does, it's Star Wars Monopoly. Yeah, he won't yeah. let you know. Do it. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. He does everything C three PO. Why? Because he doesn't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it makes it. I, this you have it feels like a really long episode of one of the Star Wars shows, or it feels like a, I've heard other people say this too, and I'm like, kind of, yeah. 
it's the opening to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, but stretched over a whole film. Yeah, oh, right. But yeah. I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think it's that opaque. I don't think it's that over the top. Of here, how here's how we got everything. Yeah. With the exception of just the two, you know, what's your name? Yeah, yeah you're gonna have to get a nickname because I ain't saying that. And then yeah. the guy giving him his name. Everything else feels way more organic. There's a couple yeah. groaners, but it's not like the whole film. Yeah, because right, so I've heard just, people say it's just that. There. Like the problem with this film is it's so heavy handed. Yeah. And... There's gonna be like a wow. lot of hyperbole and like clickbaity shit. Oh, yeah. oh there you is. Just got drowned out. Just people want. Oh, oh it's yeah. hard. It's hard to turn. You you mentioned that everyone was saying it's very like Firefly. I mean, if you think about it. The pilot that aired of Firefly, it wasn't yeah. the actual pilot. Right. It, it was, was the train the, job. Yeah. And what's the first thing we see in this movie? The train job. The second thing. With, all the, with all the characters well, together. Yeah, with the crew put together. Right. But yeah, the train job. The train job. And which I thought was kind of fun. That's kind of neat, yeah. The train so, job. I'm going to give you a train job. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. It's like a hand job, Ooh. but with a train. And a train. No, that's what I was going with. A train with <laughs> a tunnel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Long tunnel. The train oh. pulled you off? The train pulled you? No, the, 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 the hammer. The hammer pulled me off the ground. I'm going to pull you off. The hammer pulled you off? Yeah, so I'd I, I give it like, uh, just like, you know, shut your fucking brain off and shut the fuck up and just watch it and have fun. i give it like a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Don't even think too much about it and you'll just walk out with a huge grin on your face. Hmm. i give it a good 8. Hmm. Oh, uh, well, my overall impression, I, I went in like with very low expectations. Yeah, that was but I think when I went in, I had like, it's probably going to be okay, whatever. I saw like, I never like look at stuff beforehand, but I just saw like the Rotten Tomatoes score was like seventy something, and I'm like, it's probably gonna be like that. And I went in and saw it, and it's actually a little better than I expected. I had a lot of fun, and honestly, uh, like, yeah, I like it a little better than Rogue One, and kind of a little better than Last Jedi, to be honest. I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Good, I, st- I think it's a good film, but like there, was, it had like moments here and there where I was not enjoying it that much. Uh-huh. This whole film, like I was not pissed off or you annoyed. were having a pretty fun I mean, time a couple, with like a couple over. things like some groaners or l3 or whatever but i yeah. had a lot of fun so yeah, yeah, yeah. i give it like a solid uh 5,000 out too all right <laughs> okay just i was kidding i don't do that shit it's like eight whatever <laughs> okay. i was gonna say I I... 11 out of 12 power <laughs> sex <laughs> <laughs> I, I i um I, I give it a solid <laughs> out of <laughs> <laughs> you know you probably just insulted the fans, like the fans of the <coughs> Star Trek fans, that can do Klingon. There's, there's the Star Wars fans that know Cantabuk and Cheerbuk, both dialects. Oh, and they're like, what the hell? You wanted to say something. Would you just call my mom? <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, I'd say I'd give it an eight or a nine right. to be honest. Maybe so, eight and a half. Yeah, no, because it was a damn good movie. The official log line here is like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's got that old it's Hollywood so movie magic. It's fun. Yeah. It's Ron Howard. It feels like Bob Zemeckis might have even been back in the shadows somewhere. It feels like something that left right, right off the Amblin Studios table way back. Yeah. In yeah. Well, it did have the idol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an yeah. like Steven Spielberg and Zemeckis yeah. yeah. and Back to the Future. Like, it just feels like it's just one of those old... If this had come out in the 80s, like shortly after Return of the Jedi, yeah. people would have fucking loved it. Oh, yeah. This would have been way better than the Ewok movies. Or like this, this, uh, yeah. Oh, God. You wish they did this a while oh. ago. The yeah. Ewok movies. <laughs> yeah, this would have been their good Ewok movie. What are you talking about? Those are classics. Yeah. <laughs> well, Derek found out that they're actually canon now. No, there, there's like, things from them that are canon. Oh, no. They brought like, in the giant Gorax. Oh. From the movie, they, they, there's like the animated shorts on YouTube. Yeah, it's like Luke and Leia and the Ewoks versus the Gorax shortly after like the Battle of Endor. Oh. Like oh, and it's like Mark Hamill. They brought him back to do the voice, and he's trying his damnness to sound young. It's like, <laughs> hey, Wicket, what's going on? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you need me to reset the traps up there? Yeah, why did you have those traps anyway? Yep, yep. And it's a fucking Gorax comes through the trees, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, they made that. Fuck, I remember that thing gave me nightmares as a kid. Yeah. All right, Great. but um, <laughs> but fact, Goraxes are canon. 
Yes. Rock Macquarie did art, but it was uh, under canon. Thank God for that. But yeah. anyway, I have a feeling that this might be one of our longest podcasts ever. Maybe. Especially, especially after how little we had to say about Deadpool last yeah. week. So, it's, it's, um, thanks for the invite. It's, <laughs> it's hard to talk about. Deadpool, I'm sorry. Man. The Deadpool was difficult to talk about. To it's be so, honest, it's so schizophrenic. Yeah. There's but, so many directions it goes in. Like you can't catch everything. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so uh, wrap things up. If you guys had any opinions that were different from ours, please, we want to hear what you're saying. Go ahead and email us at thinkbetweenworlds at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at tbetweenworlds um, or on Facebook. We even have a Tumblr now. Uh, feel free to hit us up, and um, we'll uh, we'll get back to you. Um, What's and we'll, on the docket for next week? Uh, next week is God of War. PS4. Boy. Yes, of War. my boy. Uh, boy. I'm not gonna be there for that. No, yeah. you won't. I think it's just the two of them. Yeah, yeah it's just gonna be, be Derek and I. Even in myself. Oh. Yeah. So. so that that that's like an episode. I just know. Um, yeah. I don't know what episode it is. <laughs> episode seven. Um, episode nine, seven. I think actually. Yeah, we're, we're getting along here. Nice. So. Episode nine. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm David. I'm Derek. I'm Nick. I'm Madison. And um, this has been the Think Between Worlds podcast. Hey, Farewell. You. You want to see what we're thinking next? Follow us. We'll see you in the next world. We're on eight or seven. Ciao, boys. Ciao, girls. The Think Between Worlds podcast was created by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is hosted by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon with special guest stars Nick Mata and Madison Snedden. It is edited by David Kennedy Farner. And it is produced by David Kennedy Farner, Derek Dillon, and Madison Snedden. Music by Kevin McLeod from Incomptech.com and cover art by Davy Jones. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you in the next world. We gotta do one more take. That no, was so that. cute. No, keep, we're keeping it. Yeah, we're keep keeping it. Up, yeah. That's just adorable. Jesus that was Christ. so cute. I loved it. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Right. Uh, no, uh, even if you hear you guys like beginning to lose it, it's fucking hilarious. That just was so it. cute. Oh my I God. loved it. Thanks for listening, guys. No problem.